This morning I'll offer a review, somewhat brief review, of the instructions from yesterday morning. And then we'll uh, look a little bit more uh, with some instructions and a little bit of discussion around thinking. And bringing the light of mindful awareness into the body. Whole body sense of sitting and noticing touch points, points of contact. The ground, body, body, the ground. Chair and body touching. Hands touching each other, legs and hands touching. No comment, no analysis necessary, but really a simple, direct attention to this whole body sitting and to the points of contact, feeling and knowing the experience of touching. Attention moving up to the ear doors, receiving sound, hearing. Not picking or choosing any particular sound and not trying to hold on to or get to any particular sound. And not pushing away or ignoring or avoiding any sound. Just simply and clearly receiving sounds as they are. Awareness of sounds arising, sustaining for however long, changing, and passing away. All sounds arising out of silence and dissolving back into silence and the possibility of hearing the sounds of silence itself. When the breath appears in this field of mindful awareness, then shining the light of attention directly into the experience of breath wherever it's most clearly discernible in your body. Mindful attention spreading in through the sensations of the breath, sustaining all the way through the whole in-breath, the whole out-breath and maybe noticing the gap or pause between breaths.
noticing the particular sensations, the characteristics, the particular qualities of any given breath, long or short, light or heavy, strong or subtle, smooth or particulated. Noticing the universal characteristics of breath, its changing nature, its arising and its passing. As a skillful means, for some of you it might be helpful in training the focusing power of the mind and as a means of depersonalizing experience, you may choose to make a silent mental note of in, out, or rising, falling, in sync with the movement and the sensations of the breath as it breathes itself in and through the body. If sensations in the body other than the breath sensations are strong enough to call the attention receiving sensation directly without any story, be it painful sensation or pleasant sensation, allowing mindful attention to go right there. And noticing the particular characteristics of any given sensation, such as heat or coolness, pressure, hardness, heaviness, lightness, sharpness, softness, pushing, flowing, And also noticing the universal characteristics of bodily sensation. It's changing its conditional nature and its conditional nature. It's arising, it's moving, it's ending. Letting go of self-identification with the experience of sensation, not my pressure or I am hot, or I am feeling heavy. But just simply and directly pressure, or heat, or heaviness, or lightness, or tingling, whatever it is that's that's being experienced. And again, it can be sometimes helpful to make a very simple, silent note, like a whisper in the back of the mind, of coldness or sharpness or heaviness or tingling or whatever it is. And this can be helpful in bringing the attention clearly and directly and impersonally to the experience.
as practice is developing, it doesn't matter whether thinking stops or not. It's not about getting... It's about... It's it's actually about not getting caught up or seduced into the thought. Not getting lost in the thought. The mind is very tricky. It's important to learn to see the permutations of thought clearly. When the mind is thinking or wandering, just be aware of it. Thinking is a natural mental activity. You're doing well if you're aware that the mind is thinking. If you feel disturbed that thoughts are happening, if you have a reaction or a judgment to the fact that thought is occurring, then there's a problem. The wandering mind isn't the problem. Your relationship, your attitude that thought shouldn't be happening is the problem. It's important to understand that you just simply have to be aware of some of the functions of the mind. These two are just objects for mindful attention. And one of the functions of the mind is that it thinks. Our practice isn't about watching thinking continuously. Nor should you try to avoid observing thoughts by immediately going back to your primary object. The breath at this point. When you recognize that you're thinking, always connect with the mindful attention to the thought first and then recognize and remind yourself that a thought is just a thought. Don't think of it as my thought. And again, uh, one way that can be helpful towards this is to just simply make a silent mental note of thinking and then return to your primary object of meditation. When you feel disturbed by the thinking mind, remind yourself that you're not practicing to prevent thinking but rather to recognize and acknowledge thinking whenever it arises. If you're not mindful, it's not possible to know that you're thinking. The fact that you recognize thinking means that you're mindfully present, that you're aware. Remember that it really doesn't matter how many times the mind thinks, how many times the mind wanders off, as long as you become aware of it. It's essential to learn to watch thinking without getting involved. When a thought keeps growing, 
no matter how much effort you put into trying to simply observe it, you're very probably somehow involved in the thought. And when this happens, when thinking becomes so incessant that you can't, can't observe it any longer, stop looking at the thoughts and try to see or watch the underlying state of mind or the feelings of pleasant or unpleasant or the bodily sensations. And we might begin to notice what kind of thoughts predominate in your mind. Are they words or pictures? Maybe thoughts accompanied by kinesthetic sensations, bodily sensations. And you might also begin to notice particular types of thoughts, such as planning or remembering or judging, or joyful thoughts or fearful thoughts or anguished thoughts or loving thoughts. Just simply notice without any discussion or judgment over top. We mostly take our thought very seriously. I think it can sometimes help to create a compassionate or even a humorous label with certain kinds of thoughts or themes of thought that are very persistent, that repeat over and over again, kind of like a, an endless tape playing. So maybe some compassionate or humorous labels such as the feeling sorry for yourself kinds of thoughts, the poor me tape or maybe persistent, I'm so great tape, or I'm so good, or the judgment tape, she or he is so selfish. Or maybe, as I've had many times, especially early in retreat, the letter writing tape. How many letters have you written when you've been sitting here? Or, a very popular tape, the relationship fix-it tape. You can expand this field of awareness when particular thoughts or themes of thoughts keep repeating. And you might begin to notice what emotional states might be feeding it. Our unknown or our unseen feelings, emotional states, the feelings are a little bit different, which I'll be giving instructions for in a a day or a couple of days, the feelings of pleasant and unpleasant. But our emotional states are really part of what brings thought back again and again and again. For instance, anxiety fuels future planning. 
sensations in the body help us to bring attention, bring the attention and to see what emotions may be present. Maybe tension being felt in the chest, sadness or fear being felt in somewhere in the body, the heart center, the belly, arms, hands. shoulders, neck. No matter whether you're sitting or walking or going about your yogi job or lying down, it's helpful to now and again ask yourself, What is the mind doing? Thinking? Being mindful? Being mindful of what? 